1: There are billions of women passing through similar experiences all around the world and for whatever reason, we often feel like we're alone. It's time to make a point of discussing these topics from a range of viewpoints. These conversations surpass age, race, location. They are relevant to women everywhere. Welcome to The She Word. Conversations that women rarely have, but really should. Welcome to a SheWord special interview and I'm with the SheWord guest, Mackenda, who has been on our season uh, in the show Women and Diversity. Mackenda, thank you so much for thank being so much. here. Bye. I mean, it's so cool to hang out again as well. I'm going to cheers to that. Cheers to you. Women and Diversity, you were on that show uh, in September, which was brilliant. I loved it. And it was just an amazing and empowering and very special show. But after you'd been on that show, I saw a post on your Instagram that talked about ADHD. Absolutely. And I thought to myself, okay, we need to talk. Because one of the most impressionable interviews that I've ever done was a a show with Alvin... Galia. He's a DJ. Mm -hmm. And I'd seen him posting about ADHD uh, and he'd been diagnosed at 37 years old as having ADHD. So when I saw you talking about it and about a diagnosis, I said, no, we've got to do this. We've got to sit down because I think this is a a topic that is so misunderstood. And certainly from my point of view, it wasn't until I spoke to Alvin that I kind of really had a a new awakening of what this is. So before we get started, I just wanna share some facts about ADHD. Now, ADHD in that original post that I saw with Alvin was described as an upgrade. It's giving you an untapped amount of energy to focus on multiple projects at any one time. It's a biological condition. Only 4.5% of those people who are affected are diagnosed. You can't grow out of ADHD. It's all about how your brain is wired. Approximately 2.6%, 139.8 million adults worldwide have persistent ADHD from childhood, which includes individuals who experience childhood onset paired with continued ADHD symptoms into adulthood. And is ADHD more common in men or women? Well, the answer is tricky. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, 12% of men and boys live with ADHD compared to 5.6% of women. But there's also an understanding that in women it is largely misdiagnosed and therefore the statistics are much, much higher. So, Mikenda, I want to break it down. I want to talk to you. I want to discover all about ADHD today. And because you are such an inspirational woman, you're such a beautiful woman. And when you posted about that, it really took me by surprise. Mm. So, first of all, I just want to follow your journey a little bit before we don't talk about what it is and how it affects you. Mm. How is it that you got to being an adult? Yeah, I'm not going to ask your age because you're a woman and it's a bad thing to do. It's okay. But how old were you when you first had a diagnosis of ADHD? How did you know that you needed a diagnosis?
0: What's your journey? So it started through social media. Uh, You know, there is a lot of ads who are made based on your behaviors. So social media is just like taking a lot of information from you, what you're doing, how you're mentally, you know, like at the moment and so on. So when you are sometimes depressed, you can have some ads about depression. When you are sometimes like looking for making a trip, you can have more ads based on this. So as we are product of what we are consuming, um, I start to have uh, some ads about, oh, you're not lazy, maybe you have ADHD. So just take the test. And I did the test. And I had like over 60% of possibility that I have ADHD. And I started to make research and um, and I just freak out. I was just like, oh my gosh, what is this thing? You know, so I had to translate it into French and trying to understand and so on. And it was not sounding good at the first time. And I was just like, whoa, so it means that that makes sense about my personality and that makes sense. So it doesn't mean that it's on me. So there is a real roots about it. And I called my mom, I called my brother, Was just like... I had this you know what like I didn't know what it was about but I shared it straight away with my my beloved and they were just like okay just like try to we are supporting you just try to make some research and see how you can find some help and so on but last year I just didn't find the proper way because it was an expensive test that I find and I asked to a friend she was diagnosed with this and as well with um she had um how do you call it? She she had a bit of uh, autism, so she had the all uh, the old diagnosis, but she went through the process of paying over two hundred. 400 hundred euro for the test and so on, but I could not go that way. I was just like, mm, nah, not now. So <laughs> I just postponed it because postponing things and procrastinating are a part of my ADHD. You know? Hey, listen, you don't own that. Post- yeah. I also do that. <laughs> so the thing is like after one year, I had other friends telling me about, and they had a treatment, a different treatment, and they were telling me, oh girl, maybe you have it, but it wasn't just like go through the process and everything. but. When I, um, when I quit my job, I started my own marketing business and I started working with a girl that was as well having ADHD and had treatment for it. So I was just observing and listening to her and she's way younger than me. And she was like bringing me so much knowledge about it. And I was just like, with the stress of being self-employed and having my own business and all the tasks I have to manage, she was just like, mm. Maybe you need to take something that could eventually help your management, like your time management, your task management, priority, and so on. Because I was just like, priority, I didn't know what was the difference between cleaning my laundry or, you know, paying my tax. Everything was at the same level of priority and super stressful. Okay, so, because you've just said
1: that and you said something a minute ago, maybe I'm not just lazy, maybe there's something else. Yes, I want to take the opportunity right now to stop because you've talked there, you talked about procrastinating, you've talked about putting things off yes you've and you've now talked about priorities and so on exactly. so before we go any further
0: mm-hmm.
1: let's talk about what a d h d is yeah. because from what I've studied, what I've read, and from my experience with Alvin. It's actually where the brain is wired differently. Mm -hmm. It actually processes information differently. And in Alvin's case, what that meant was that he could handle a lot of things at the same time, which made him perfect as a DJ, yes. because he, he said it came so naturally to him to handle the desk, this, 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 and this, all at the same time, as well as the audience, as well as, you know, the flow of the music and reading the audience and so on. Yeah. But when it came down to deciding what to, wa- what to watch on television or something else. So you so see, you've got that face. So, so tell me, what, what is
0: it? So attention, attention disorder, uh, what's the other one? ADHD, attention Ante- deficit, attention deficit. <laughs> <laughs> attention deficit, and hyperactivity disorder. disorder. Exactly. exactly, we get it. Yeah. So the things like in my case, and in most of the case, is the fact that we easily f- uh, feel overwhelmed, but we have the need of always being stimulated in order to still keep attention and be motivated about tasks. So, for example, if my attention is going away it's because it's not interesting anymore, it's not stimulating anymore, I need to have something that can, you know, excite me and, and just wire my attention to, you know, to the point. So the thing is, like, I was always like this, and when it wasn't exciting, I was losing interest. So for jobs, for people, <laughs> for for, you know, so many things. And usually kids with ADHD, they are more keen to do sports than focusing to tasks like reading and things like that. So impossible for me to finish some books in order. Like it was super hard at school, it was super hard. You know, it was like, I like something at one point, but I don't find the strength to have this, um, we call it like willpower in order to finish. So a lot of starting, Because the beginning is super exciting, but super complicated to keep the interest into like, you know, like for a long time. You mentioned
1: something there that I have uh, fascinated me and really was very humbling that ADHD, Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, means that you get bored very, very quickly. Yeah. But... If you are interested in it, you can excel at it beyond what somebody without ADHD might be able to do. it's actually a
0: superpower. Exactly. We definitely call it it. And I, by surrounding myself with people who have it, I discovered that, yes, it was a superpower if it was properly managed and understood first. You need to be aware and then you need to know how can I handle all of the superpower because with you know, great power, great responsibility. <laughs> and the thing is just that with time, with proper um, support and guidance, I managed to find my, my path through it. So talk to me about this
1: support and guidance and, and finding your way through this path. How did that work? I mean, for, let me go back one first of all. Yeah. When you got the diagnosis, mm. was it a shock? Were you embarrassed? Were you relieved? Were you confused? What were the emotions when somebody turned around and said, okay, you've got ADHD. How did you feel? Were you
0: relieved? So much. I felt like, okay, you can finally take all this bag away from my shoulder and I can finally feel light and a part of a world which is just, I'm not alone anymore. You know, I'm not just in my head anymore. And that was an amazing feeling because it was just like having a, um, The the psychiatrist saying, you just have it. He was telling me first, when you were young, were you like a kid like this and that? Like, did you get used to have this and that? And I was just like, yes, and yes, and yes. And I was feeling like, he knows my story. Like, he knows my story and he doesn't even know me. We just spent like literally 30 minutes together (laughs) in an office and I never saw him before. And he literally understood me. And I was just like, whoa, that's so nice. And the thing is like, as I told you before, um, through this friend, I got to know what was ADHD, but there are like two different types of medication that you can have for it. So I went to the psychiatrist in order to get medication that could help me to balance my symptoms. So thanks to the fact that I knew this person before, she made me try one of her dosage and it was way too much for me. So it was like the stimulant and there is stimulant and non-stimulant. So the stimulants were not working for me, but I was recommended and um, I got the non-stimulant, and non-stimulant are daily um, daily intake. I have to take them every day. And they are way more, um, like they take more time to, to get effect, but it's more like a long time effect. So I don't have to take if I have to, to, um, to do a task, I just take it every day, so I can I can go through life and just and just like function, you know. And for me, it was so the medication. Let me get this right as well. So the medication
1: lowers the level of activity.
0: Well, or, how of, does that work? It was insane for me. Like the transition when I start taking it. Like before I take it, the whole process first, the legal process of take, of getting the medication thanks to the government was a big process. It was um, being able to be legit in order to get the paper, in order to get it, you know, uh, given to me. So it was like, it took for me like one month, one month and a half. But I was lucky and I was persevering and because of my perseverance, I managed to have it. But you know, one person in the, um, how can I say the administration, give me an answer that I could not have it. And another one when I just came back, give me another answer and I managed to have it. Anyways, it happened. And the moment when I started taking the medication, like the first month was insane because I was was acknowledging the speed of my thoughts. So ADHD is like you have 10,000 thoughts at one time. It's like a train who is always running. So many thoughts. And with the medication, I had like somebody trying to pull and slow down the train. But the transition from the moment when I didn't have, and I I started having the medication was insane. Because I was watching it and it was like, whoa, it's going everywhere. But it was the first time I was aware of this. And it was totally crazy. And one day I did the mistake to take a coffee, which is a stimulant. And I could not sleep And I was seeing all of these thoughts going everywhere and I could not sleep. You know, it was like being on the, like, you know, when you are in Times Square, it's just like, it was Times Square. Everywhere it was informations. And after that, the full piece. And what I said first to this friend, I was just telling her, I can see the sky blue again. (sighs) One information at the time. That,
1: I think that's, I that's probably not what I was expecting for you to turn around and say mm. you found peace and you can see the sky blue again. That is so mm. powerful. And I can see from what you're saying it was a, it was a life-changing experience. It was a game-changer yes. for you. So you've taken the medication. It's slowed down the, the the speed of your thoughts you've been able to process. Now, a lot of people have said that I've spoken to that they were not necessarily comfortable about taking medication because absolutely of, a lot of people okay. are not talk are to not me comfortable. about that um because you many, have a superpower i mean it must have yeah. do you still
0: have the superpower yeah and actually i've i've listened to a specialist about adhd in a podcast that was saying that medication uh, for adhd are like wearing glasses for people who have you know issue with their their ass it's like binocular for the brain so when you start just thinking of it like this, it's like, do you think it's stopping the superpower? No, you can just finally see clearly into your thought and you still have the thought coming from you. It's still like you have amazing idea, you have amazing um, like motivation to do a lot of things, but you finally have the possibility to just choose which one you're going to take one 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 at a time. It's not like before, uh, when what what we were calling laziness. It's like some people say it's not laziness, it's just ADHD because ADHD push you to have, you have a lot of thoughts, but because you have so many, you are just stuck and you stay, you know, you stay stoic in this state because of the frustration of not being capable of achieving them all at once. Wow.
1: So that that is the most eloquently articulated explanation of ADHD I think I've ever come across. I'm loving this because you are just breaking it down and explaining it in a way that I, who have not experienced it, Mm. can understand. And even as a person without ADHD, I know what it feels like to be overwhelmed. And you're sitting there suddenly saying, okay, what do I do now? I am a list writer. I, I have a notebook. I write lists every day every single day and next to the list is the number of which one has to be done first and then you have the wiggle room that maybe i can do this next and maybe i can Mm -hmm. do that without it i can't function because i can't carry everything in my head but but what you're describing is the idea that that actually you can't function because everything is so loud and happening at the same time which is phenomenal yeah. So why do people not want to take the medication and was it an easy choice for you? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming it wasn't because um, you wanted to try, you wanted to see if it was going to fix. For me,
0: I'm, I'm a big, uh, I'm curious, you know, I'm a curious person. <laughs> I, I like to try things by my own because everything is it's subjective, you know, the subjectivity of life makes things so different from one person to another. Even my little brother, they are twins, and the life that they are going through will never be the same, you know? It's like, it's obvious. So I like to to just experience my own things. And um, it was important for me to go um, through, how can I get better? It's like an obsession for me. You know, I love personal development. And this was a burden for me for a long time, for years. And when I started the medication, I, could, I realized that I might have been the problem of, of a lot of situations because of the fact that, as I have a lot of thoughts, even when communicating, I could not have this communication with you before. That much eloquent, as you say, or concise and clear because my thoughts were going so much everywhere that I could not even finish my own sentence because there were always another sentence that was more exciting.
1: Whoa, (laughs) what, I mean, seriously. Vikenda, you were making it so transparent and so easy to understand and I'm just, wow blown away okay let's go back to a couple of things that you just said there <laughs> I'm, I'm just like break it seriously and I'm breaking it down because you you talked about I talked about your brothers your little brothers and 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 yeah. and they're not the same and so on and this sort of thing but you just mentioned about this whole idea of of communication and not being able to string us or, or finish a sentence or be yeah. Be concise because everything's going at the same time. So you take the medication. Mm. The medication slows everything down. I'm going to keep asking you, I'm going to go back to that question before. If it's done this for you and made things so much clearer and more transparent and more tangible Mm -hmm. because it's more manageable, why would somebody not want to take medication? Are there side
0: effects? Um, There is side effects. Uh, I read about the side effect. I did some research about the side effects. Um, so it was nausea at the beginning for my treatment. So nausea, um, okay, and headache. Uh, so during the transition time when I was fighting against the train, I had those those those, uh, those symptoms. Like the the headache was really it was really like bothering me, uh, but it was just for one month. And as well going like when I was like really thinking too much, it felt like I had a, a level of thought that I could reach. So the treatment could handle my thought. And when I was thinking too much thing, I started to have like my head getting hot because it was like too much. And I had to even go to the, um, to the physiotherapist and he did like a massage to me that was um, removing the tension in my nervous system, you know, through messages. And it helped me with the headache but now I don't have headache it's just it was just like the first two two months three months um maybe the side effects are scaring people but the thing is it's more the the fact that you have to take something daily and they think of it as an addiction and something that will make you dependent so the dependence it's scaring a lot of people they say oh my gosh I'm dependent yeah but I don't know when we talk about coffee, people are just like, my gosh, I could never live without my coffee, you know, <laughs> that type of things. And that's a dependence. There is a lot of dependence we have in life. We have sugar, we have cigarettes, we have a lot of things. We have our phone.
1: We have our phone and yeah, we have also phone. have a little bit of wine there. <laughs> And
0: if you have a dependence about something that can help you for the better, yeah. I mean, it's not a dependence. It's like a tool to help you go through life you know? And now it's, I'm not saying I could not live without. It's like, why live without when I can live better with? So let's talk about
1: your superpower. Yeah. All right. Cause you're living a life without the crazy, without the, the, this, this constant noise. Alvin said that having ADHD actually was a superpower for him as a dj mm-hmm. in a lot of ways in a lot of relationships uh, he also mentioned we'll talk about relationships in a second but he made he, oh, <laughs> your face well let's talk about superpowers first and then come to relationships because i have something i'll share about didn't. alban's interview um, he also said that it was a superpower for them, what he did and it was probably why he chose what he did, because he was drawn towards it because he could manage everything at the same time. And it was an outlet and it gave him, you yeah. know, the ability to do things that other people can't. Mm-hmm. Have you found your career, or have you been led to a, to, to a career that is, yes, that is particularly
0: uh, attuned to your superpower? Absolutely. I'll say modeling and event. So when, and I'm a super sociable person. So the things like in modeling, sometimes when I was feeling down and, and nothing was stimulating for me, I was just organizing some photo shoots. So I was like contacting the photographer and then I was doing this and I was creating the, you know, the artistic direction and scouting the clothes or finding a, um, a like a stylist and doing the thing. And, and this whole process was super stimulating for me. And that was my that's my thing. You know, organizing things like last minute or with a really short <laughs> deadline. Oh, I love it. I need you on the she word. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the thing is, like, it's so funny because as well, one thing we didn't mention, it's as we need to be stimulated, we tend to wait deadlines. Like the closer it is to the deadline, the more stimulating and the more focused we can be, you know. So we achieved the best things within the last 24 hours. Or I even had like some meeting with clients. I do a presentation. We did the last two hours before and the, the presentation is amazing. And that's the thing. We do amazing things in this short amount of time. You're speaking my
1: language. I'm telling you, that's what I do. Yeah. Because that pressure creates
0: creativity. Actually, no. The pressure creates focus. Because the yeah the dopamine is helping your nervous system to just have to focus on one thing. You, you don't have the noise when you have the dopamine shot. You have a shot of dopamine and you say this, I have to go there. And you're not questioning yourself about all of the options. The issue is always the options. When there is too much option, there is no choice. But that when it's amazing. clear, it's straight to the point. And that's why. Uh, I think going back to your question, art, art environment or so artistic environment and event, event. It's it's even better for me. So when I'm in the event venue, when I was working during this summer, I was in a Nostes. People were calling me everywhere. I had to take an order, I had to think. And it was so nice. I was totally in my environment. So I have to go to see something and on the way somebody say hi to me. And at the same time, I go to take the bottle and I carry the bottle and I say hi to this person. And then I take another order, even though I have to go for another one. And it's like, even waiter, it's like, like if you are a waiter, you're stimulated. If you are a DJ, I think with the music, uh, there is something with the music and ADHD When we have to to do a task, putting some music on helps us to like wire our focus into the thing we are doing. So we are doing two things at the same time, but we are doing them amazingly. And what's funny is before I got diagnosed, I didn't understand why I like to be in public environment, listening to some music and making my work. So I needed to have this body doubling. We call it body doubling. So body doubling is really cool when you have ADHD because it makes you have to do something. You know, you feel like you're not alone. So you're stimulated by the environment around. You're taking this information, but you're still doing something else. The music is stimulating you at the same time. And I loved working in like a coffee, listening to some music. And I was dancing even sometimes singing the lyrics, doing what I have to do, so writing something and having everybody around. So that was perfect for me. That's the environment I love to be working on. Working that is in. amazing.
1: Yeah. I am so thrilled that yeah. you have identified an outlet, a career that mm-hmm. really makes the most – I mean, this is just a success story. I, I mean, I'm i absolutely thrilled because it is an utter success story. And I think so many times we think of ADHD or any diagnosis as being – being sad or being Mm. a disadvantage but you're turning this around into an advantage now I'm going to ask you you smiled a moment ago because when Alvin again I'm going to reference Alvin again because when he talked about relationships he said well you know I mean, he's married and he's got a son now and he's got a dog and he's really happy. But he said it took him a long time to get there because he had to find someone who understood his energy.
0: Yeah. Has this been, I I don't want to be too personal, but has this been a challenge for you? Uh, Yes, it has. It has been a, a challenge. But, you know, in my personality and knowing myself, I always went towards people that were way more calm than me. So as I'm really, you know, I'm extrovert, I I love stimulating environment, I'm really sociable. So when I was in my relationship, it was a cocoon. So I needed to have somebody that regulates me, but it wasn't successful in the sense that as my partner were way too much quiet and calm, (laughs) I I was, no, there is no stimulation. And I was feeling like I'm the only entertainment here. It's not fun. But the thing is, with my medication, I met someone and now I'm learning that quiet and, and calm environment are not necessarily bad. You know, this is amazing. Yeah. This is so amazing.
1: And as I'm talking to you, you know what I'd really like to do if. If you don't mind, I'd like to talk to you again in six months. Yeah. Because I'd like to see how this journey has taken. You are such an inspiring, inspiring, inspirational, amazing, empowering, and beautiful woman that I want to keep talking to you about this because I think I think for a lot of women that are watching this show, and men as well, they might be thinking to themselves, wow, because I'm listening to you yeah. and and I'm hearing a lot of things that resonate with me. Yeah. But to a point where maybe that some of that is just personality traits for me and I, you know, but there might be somebody that's listening and thinking actually I struggle to function and maybe even thinking that they need to follow your path, your journey to investigate to see whether this applies to them as well. As we said, there is a very small percentage of people who are affected by ADHD yeah. who are actually diagnosed so there's a a majority of people are are dealing with this condition who have no idea absolutely so i want to ask you before we close just to to inspire Mm -hmm. other let's say women and men if they if anybody's sort of thinking wow this beautiful woman has has really spoken to me and i've identified what what would you suggest that somebody does where do they go from here? Or it might even be a family member, and because yeah. in Alvin's case, you know, he said
0: all his friends knew he had ADHD before he did. <laughs> yeah, I totally understand it. The thing is, like, um, as well, when I was just just a little point about relationship and family, um, the need of not not um, the need of drama, but you know, this this tendency to create things that not necessarily exist, but you know, creating things out of nothing. Is maybe something I was doing. I don't want to necessarily associate it to ADHD, but now it, a lot of things change, and I didn't finish the point about it. But with my family, this, the the relationship changed a lot, and I have way more patience. And my my beloved are just like, yeah, okay, you know, they can appreciate my personality from another point of view, and with way more calm and they're just like, whoa, this is what we were kind of wow. missing. And it's still me, you know, it's still it's still me, but it's, it's more enjoyable because they can appreciate things really without feeling like all the information going everywhere. So what I mean is like what I will say to people who are feeling alone and thinking they are always like dramatic or in need of of crazy things to happen to them or in need of crazy relationship. And sometimes crazy relationship are toxic relationship. Of course. And if they are not aware about the fact that it's ADHD, what they need to do is to maybe just take a test. You know, you can go online, make a little test. If you are over 50%, just try to go to a specialist, you know. And nowadays we have to stop the stigma that... We have to stop the stigma that psychiatrists are only for crazy people. Mm-hmm. Psychiatrists are professionals who are able to give you the support you require in order to give you a treatment and get medication. If you feel like you don't even have to, there is a lot of uh, alternative. There is, you know, um, like you can use plant, you can you can use breath work. You can, there is a lot of options, but just have the diagnosed. Diagnose can really help a lot of people. So just take the test online. I don't have the link, you know, but <laughs> you, you, you can, can send me the link <laughs> and I it's going to go me. underneath this, ah, so uh, this you, video, you can click the link below. Um, and it will help just to be just like, oh, it's not just me. And you are not alone. You are not alone. I, I wasn't expecting this.
1: I was not expecting. I mean, you've made a huge impression on me anyway, as a, as a human being and as a, as a guest, as a woman, I was not expecting this story to be full of so much joy and hope. And I really do mean it. I'd like to get you back in a few months and see how this journey is taking you.